about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Imagine all oh, no, the please. people <laughs> living No, a little pitchy. Today. A little pitchy. <laughs> okay, well, now you have to sing the next line. No, 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 no. I didn't even <laughs> get past the first line in that, in that video, that monstrosity. I hated it with a passion. I don't think anyone got through the whole thing. I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, I only made it through Kristen Wiig or I only made it through (laughs) whoever the people were. And there was someone who was in the back half of the video and someone said like, oh, this person was in it. I was like, they were? I did not make it (laughs) nearly close to them. Yeah. Coronavirus still affecting all of us in strange ways. Um, No one more so than celebrities who don't know how to handle their their lives in their gilded cages of multi-million dollar homes with with theater rooms and pools and <laughs> staff but well, they're like they're like desperate because they don't have all of their stylists or whatever and i feel yeah, like yeah. that some of their publicity people are it's like they're not there with them so they're kind yeah. of left to their own devices and the stuff <laughs> that they're doing is truly insane <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but time. we'll get into that for sure. Um, but any other uh, good news worth starting off the episode with? Or? Well, we got a review, so <gasps> thank you. You know, <laughs> people have a lot of free time. They should. We should yes. be getting a lot of these. Um, yes. This is a nice, long, juicy one, though, so I will read oh. it. This is from MopoFree02, so I, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin to dissect that name. Um, but this person says, I randomly found this podcast while browsing Spotify when I was looking for some movie reviews and somehow came across Shelby and Matt's show. I started listening to random reviews like Joker, A Star is Born, and Searching. Searching. Wow, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a blast from yeah. the past. <laughs> And instantly fell in love with P.S. You're Wrong. I love hearing Shelby and Matt constantly debating and getting into random laughing fits over the stupidity of some films or hearing Shelby go on about her love for Taylor Swift. I also love hearing Pop Culture Roundup, where I get more detailed celebrity news and get some recommendations of what to listen to or to watch. I don't even watch The Bachelor. Well, neither do I anymore. But somehow I listen to the entire Bachelor Roundup. Honestly, I look forward every week to new episodes and have fallen in love with this podcast. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. You can't find true love on The Bachelor, but you can find it on <laughs> Spotify. Yeah. That's amazing. I feel like, I mean, it's rare that people just stumble upon this. I haven't cracked the algorithm, really. So it's really word of mouth that's um, helped us at all. So that's just like, that's a miracle. We do have like some random fans though, and I'm very obsessed with them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good time. We don't have favorites, but like if we did, like you know, <laughs> yes, for sure. We, um, we speaking of The Bachelor, I mean, not to just like jump us right in here with okay. a story, but can you explain to me what is going on with Hannah B and and Tyler? Because I I didn't watch that season, but they keep popping up, and I was yes. like, I thought that they weren't together, but now they're apparently oh, like quarantined. I'm just very confused by the whole I... situation, and didn't actually care enough to look it up. But I was like, <laughs> Shelby will know. I'll ask her. I honestly, I was like debating if I would bring this up or not because I was like, Matt doesn't care. Matt makes me feel stupid for caring. But yes, <laughs> let's break this down. It's been sustaining me in my quarantine. Um, so yeah, basically. He was the runner up in her season and everyone was like, why on earth did you not choose him? Like he's, he's just, I mean, gorgeous, obviously, but also he was really, 
like the bars on the floor for dudes on this show, obviously, but he was very respectful and like feminist and modern, like forward thinking. And so everyone loved Tyler C. She chose some dud. It immediately fell apart. And so on her after the rose show, she asked Tyler C out to like grab coffee sometime. Like, so it wasn't like they were dating was or Peter's whatever. Was mom at that one? <laughs> yeah. Did she, she have was, thoughts? Actually. She was. It was a whole thing. But um, so Hannah decided to shoot her shot with Tyler. But this was right when Tyler C's like popularity was just skyrocketing to the point where he was hanging out with Gigi Hadid like they dated, you know. And so that fizzled pretty hard. And Hannah was sort of salty about it in interviews that came out of it. He was like, when she was asked, like, who do you think from your season should be Bachelor? She, like, made some snide comment that was like, well, not Tyler, because he's obviously dating around, you know? Feeling <laughs> a little bad. But then, yeah, the weirdest thing happened this last, I guess it was a few weeks ago now, is she was seen hanging out with him in the wake of, this is very sad, but his mom passed away. And so she was at the funeral with him and people like, Oh, like good friends, like cool. But then as the coronavirus took off, like she was, she was photographed flying into his airport in Florida and they've been quarantined together ever since. Like he has this group of friends who are all in quarantine together. So there's like six of them. They're constantly posting TikToks. They have an Instagram account. Like it's very unclear if they're together, but they are like, very friendly if they're not like dating romantically so some people think oh they're just friends like there's no way they'd bounce back to a romantic thing but then I'm like well why would you get together like to hang out with your ex during the apocalypse unless it was like romantic you know I mean but also why would you go to your ex's mother's funeral like that also feels weird to me yeah yeah I don't know yeah. Clearly so, something's going on. I but know. We haven't, <laughs> has there been any videos or anything, though, of them, like, being romantic, like, couple no. at all? No. So it's very, like, I'm keeping an eagle eye on this. On Like, it's part of the reason why I joined TikTok, because <laughs> I was like, I need to get, like, live updates on what's happening. So they've posted some, like, playful videos of them, like, like, they did the flip the switch challenge and the caption was like finally got into hannah's well this is (laughs) it was finally got into hannah's pants because on the season he famously didn't sleep with her because she she talked about it with him and whatever and so anyways there's little inline jokes like that so it seems like they're baiting us to the point where it'd be unfair if they weren't actually dating but yeah it's it's all up in the air we'll see Hmm, love in the time of corona (laughs) I know. I'm I'm just upset that nobody invited me to come hang out with them for like a big group corona party. I feel like that would be <laughs> such a blast and it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, you should tag all of your New York friends and be like, you guys are fake. I thought we were in this together. <laughs> but also no one in New York has like enough space for all of us no, to hang out. True. You know, I need yeah. like a rich friend <laughs> yeah. who lives in like, uh, I don't even know, Charlotte yeah. or someplace where they just have like a huge home that I can yeah. go and stay in. <laughs> And still have more room than I have mm. here. Yeah, that would be the dream. Maybe one of these celebrities is like desperate for an assistant again or something. You can send I also in your resume. Thought, 
I had a thought like last week of there have to be rich people who live in New York who are like, I got to get out of the city for this. And then their mm. apartments are just empty. And I was like, I wonder if there's a way for me to house sit for somebody who's yes. really like well off. But I did some basic Googling and like couldn't find anything that was <laughs> easily available for me. So I gave up on that. idea. Yeah. But if you know of anybody who needs a, a house sitter for, you know, like a penthouse somewhere, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in other non-corona related news, there was a splashy moment in the Swifty world uh, oh where the gosh. full audio, the full recording of this is like such old news, but 2016, Taylor Swift and Kanye, they had recently made up. They were friends again. And then he released Famous where he sings, I think Taylor, me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. It became a he said, she said game, and it all imploded when Kim Kardashian posted Snapchat videos of this call where Taylor gave permission for the song lyrics, thus proving she had lied about not giving permission for the song lyrics. And then Taylor gave her infamous um, notes app sort of explanation where she said, I would like I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative, dropped off the face of the earth for a year or two, and then came back with reputation. Look what you made me do. And this whole snake themed era. So now we're in 2020. (laughs) And for some reason, this video just magically like leaks onto YouTube, this full 40 minute conversation with Kanye West and Taylor Swift. And um, it was interesting. I mean, I, I'm one of those weird Swifties who actually found when it was first happening before Taylor Swift decided to like peace out forever. I was very interested in this scandal. Like I thought it was so mesmerizing to see this celebrity sort of caught in a lie or a misunderstanding and Kim airing their dirty, like all this stuff going on. So this new video came out. A lot of Swifties are feeling vindicated because in the video, it gives a lot more context than we got in Kim Kardashian's Snapchat version of events where you kind of see how Taylor was nervous about the idea. Um, She still never heard the line. Like I made that bitch famous. She in fact is like in the recording. She's like, well, you're not going to call me a bitch or something mean. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. And in the original recording, the lyric is going to be Taylor might owe me sex. And he spends a long time, which was the most interesting part to me, is how Kanye brought up the lyric to Taylor first, because he spends like a lot of time hemming and hawing where he's like, well, I mean, I don't like it's like a really it's like a really fresh line. I worked on it for eight months, man. I've had this in my pocket for eight months. I like think you're going to love it. It's so good. My wife hated it at first, but now she thinks it's fire. Like, oh, like he won't just say it, which immediately makes everyone suspicious. Like Taylor Swift is obviously uncomfortable. And finally, he says it and she's like, oh, I mean. I, it's like provocative and like whatever that's fine at least you're not calling me a bitch and like blah 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 so I'm curious you're obviously like team Kanye you've always thought Taylor was a little bit of a liar <laughs> so what was your take on this information yeah I mean I the first thing I saw about this was on line you know all of the Taylor uh, well I mean th- I think it's basically you guys like the Swiftish account and then people that they like and follow or you like and follow because mm-hmm. I don't follow like Taylor Swift <laughs> fans but anyways I saw all of these 
posts that were like, finally, vindication, like karma's back, you know, all of these things about how Mm -hmm. she was proven correct. And I thought, oh, my gosh, here we go. Like, let's watch this video, see what happens. (laughs) And so I watched the whole darn long 40 minute thing, which was like in some ways very interesting, but in some ways just like so boring. They like go back, they go, they circle around the same thing like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. At one point, Kanye goes in this long tirade about like <laughs> his money. It's like very, it's hardly even understandable. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately I felt like it didn't really tell me anything that I didn't know about the situation already or that I hadn't guessed about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Kanye is calling Taylor to ask permission for this lyric in rap songs you know people like diss people or say things that are sort of vulgar about people all the time and it's like rap so i don't know it's kind of like discounted (laughs) like it doesn't really matter which i mean that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day but i thought it was so i feel like it's unusual that you call the person and are like hey i'm gonna have this line and it's sort of negative about you but i want to put it in the song anyways so i could see how kanye is awkward bringing this up because it's like well this isn't a situation that he's normally in but he but because him and Taylor's relationship is like sort of tenuous, he like doesn't want to blindside her by it. But you can also tell that she is blindsided by it and is very uncomfortable the <laughs> yeah. whole time. Like he's asking her, Hey, can I do this? And she doesn't want to be like, not cool or say no. Mm-hmm. So she says yes. But at the same time, you can tell that she's not really that into it. And he's asking her like, do you want to promote this on your social media channel? And she goes, uh, no. And <laughs> kind of like, comes Ugh. up with an excuse for why that wouldn't happen so i i mean what i sort of have thought all along is that they had this conversation taylor felt uncomfortable or whatever agreed to it and then later realized oh either i shouldn't have done that or i don't want to do that in the moment it was awkward and in the time between when this call happened and when the song came out realized like this isn't going to be a good look for me like i don't want to be involved with this so then when it comes out people are upset she doesn't i think stick the landing on like coming out and saying hey i had this call or i didn't have this call so she kind of released this half statement that's like he didn't ask for my approval he just asked me about releasing it on social media Mm -hmm. which is like sort of true but also he does ask for the approval the only thing that's different about the song from his description of it to her and the actual song is the word bitch so it's like yes that is a thing but it also doesn't feel like that big of a thing i don't know in comparison to like the rest of the lyrics Mm -hmm. um i think that what taylor swift should have done is just come out front at the beginning and said like hey i agreed to this but looking back it like makes me uncomfortable or whatever but instead she I think she took the wrong route and then Kanye felt blindsided by that because he thought that he was okay to do this. So then it got in this whole kerfuffle and then Kim releases the video, which you think has to be like a Kardashian move on and not really a Kanye (laughs) move because you can tell in this and in just everything Kanye does, like he is not a manipulative person (laughs) he's like very much sort of like flies by the seat of his pants like whatever he's like an artist you know in quotation marks Mm. like that's how Mm. he views himself he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do and he makes mistakes or or whatnot but she is more calculated so i think both kim kardashian and the kardashians and taylor swift so i think that's where the rivalry kind of is between the two of them 
And yeah, I thought I it was so interesting because like think it was that much new. Yeah, well, that's because you don't believe her when she says that the thing she was upset at in hearing the song was that I made that bitch famous, even though. Well, like, because that was the new the info, line. is that it proves that he never asked that. He did ask well, but something about, like, oh, it's about, oh, I made you famous. And she sort of is like, oh, well, you can speak your truth, but, like, I was doing pretty well before you came along. And, like, <laughs> it was a very uncomfortable call, and I can see why it seems like almost just a misunderstanding on both ends, where yeah. Kanye thought, like, oh, I got permission, cool. And then... Taylor was like, you'll send me the song, you'll send me the song. And she was never given the song. So it was like, oh, did they plan this? Like, did they want me to look the fool? Which is a provocative thought because I think that's what a lot of Swifties feel is that Kim and Kanye or whoever orchestrated this whole thing to make Taylor look bad. Like, they're like, oh, they recorded the call because they knew. Which I don't really believe, though there is an interesting part at the very end of the video where he's telling his cameraman, like, did you get that though? Like she gave permission basically. Like, did you get that? We needed like three cameras on that, which did feel a little shady, (laughs) but, and he was just so awkward about it that it does feel fishy to me that he was like, he knew that I don't know why he was asking permission. Like it seems like he knew there was an opportunity to catch her in something, but that, I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't, because did it he call everyone very... in that song? Because it doesn't seem like no. It. I, feel I like think someone would come I think out and that say it's it. just that he knows that Taylor Swift has loads of fans, which yeah, he yeah. Um, <laughs> which he brings he up, out, and yeah. and they've had a tenuous relationship. He doesn't yeah. want all those people mad at him again. Because I mean, That's for true. as much as as the initial blowback of him interrupting her at the VMAs, like came mm-hmm. on her it also negatively affected him in a lot of ways right. so so i think that he was just wary of that and then on top of it he thought oh th- this would be a fun production thing if she right. releases it so i think both of those reasons are why he's calling her i don't think that this was ever like a setup plan i think it was right. just a misunderstanding the annoying yeah. thing to me kind of and just the crazy thing is like the two of them and the Kardashians, all three of them, have benefited so much <laughs> from all of this, from the initial Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift thing to the Snapchat videotape to the International Snake Day to Taylor's like new album. I mean, if you think of celebrity feuds, like there is no better, bigger, more interesting celebrity feud than Taylor Swift versus Kanye West. <laughs> and it's like at this point everybody's gotten everything that they could possibly get out of this. Like who cares? I don't, I don't know who went, I mean, it have, I don't think it was Taylor Swift who like went back and found this video and, you know, hacked it I and know, leaked it or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't think she necessarily cares either, but it's like, okay, everybody, we all got out of the situation. I think everybody is better off for the situation. If there's one person who is worse off, it's already Kanye West. So I don't, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, who cares? You know, <laughs> yeah, it was sort of weird that it just like was quietly dropped on a random Friday night and like in the middle of this apocalyptic world <laughs> change. So it did make a couple headlines, but not the same like sort of splashiness as it did in 2016. Like it just feels it feels so random to get this information now. Taylor was pleased with it and liked a couple things on Tumblr, but. 
and Kim Kardashian liked something on Twitter that was like, there's nothing new here, honey, like move on type thing. So I think there's still salty feelings across the board. But yeah, it's sort of just like old news in a weird way that it feels sort of surreal to suddenly be unpacking it yet again. (laughs) Mm hmm. Um, a more interesting story, which I am very <laughs> fascinated by, and I feel like I I think that the two of us should really follow this closely. I don't know if you saw, but Lena Dunham is writing a novel. Did you see this? <laughs> no, I think you've mentioned it though before. Like oh no, this is no? this is brand new news. So. Due to the coronavirus, Lena Dunham is cooped up at her home and she decides what better thing for me to do than to write a novel. So she has decided that she is going to release, quote, a modern day romance novel set in Los Angeles and London. The novel is coming out, though, in chapter installments every day, starting today in Vogue. So each day, Vogue (laughs) is releasing a new chapter Monday through Friday. And here's the best part is that Every second chapter will end on a cliffhanger and then people can go on Vogue's Instagram and vote on what they think Uh. should happen out of two choices. And then Lena will write that for the next chapter. So she's writing a book in installments that's like a choose your own adventure. And when asked like why she was doing this, she said, When I found out this virus was going to keep us in our homes for a significant period, I wondered how exactly we would create community. And for me, storytelling has always been a way to be closest to other people, even and especially when I'm feeling alone. So I decided to write this book. So I am just so intrigued by how terrible this novel is going to be. It's called Verified Stranger, and it's supposedly about somebody who's like, dating in this scene but was only dating friends of friends it's like it's just bound to be horrific yes ew it's like like charles dickens meets wattpad it's so weird that's just like why are we doing this like why make it a release like this and a game and i just hate everything you just said but i think that we need to read this um I think what else life has proven on, to be very Literally short nothing. and I just don't You're, need that in my life You don't want right to hate read Lena Dunham's terrible new modern day romance novel no, that has no, a choose your own adventure component in it. There's nothing Shelby. that gives me less pleasure than hate reading something. I just... Oh my gosh. I love a hate read. That's your avenue. So you <laughs> you read it, send me the screen ga- grabs, let me know what's going on in the LA Ugh. London crossover. Shelby, but... come on. We have to be in this together. <laughs> I'm thinking new weekly segment where we just recap what's oh happened gosh. in Verified Stranger. Come on. You know you yeah, want we'll to. See. I'll try the first chapter and see how it goes. Here's the thing, though. If this costs me any money, if I have to pay for a Vogue subscription to read this, that's oh, not yeah, happening. No, so not, not at all. We'll see if I, we can get this. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. the first one supposedly came out today, so we'll have to check it out. Oh, also, it depends man. on how... I mean, these can't be long chapters if she's releasing them, like, yeah. day by day, right? Because if she releases one today, and it, then we all have to vote so on it, and the next one comes it, out tomorrow... Or... No, I think she's writing writing it it like as she goes because we're voting on how things end. (laughs) So it's like, should she go out with Jake? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you get to like choose. I can just see you becoming obsessed with this and becoming a Lena Stan just on accident. There are people who I definitely hate follow and get so much (laughs) joy out of them. I discovered a new one 
just yesterday there's this like crazy <laughs> lady who with this giant family she's like uh she's sort of like um she writes like christian self-help mm. books mm-hmm. but she's super rich and she lives like in south carolina or something she has all of these daughters they're all so strange they <laughs> i've just been like entranced by them her husband apparently like was cheating on her and had substance abuse issues but then she took him back anyways and now he's in oh. all of their posts and i'm just like this is so awkward and weird so that's a good one and i think lena dunham could also bring me that joy in this time period. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> for sure. I mean, it has been entertaining to watch these celebrities handle COVID-19. Um, obviously, we talked about Gal Gadot's um, inspired imagination. Was she rendition. the one who started it? Or was yes. she just the first person? Well, she okay. posted. So it She's idea. like, I got my friends together. Like, we're all in this together. Send love, you know? And it's like the 30 uh, celebrities who each sing a terrible line from the Imagine by John Lennon. And it is just so toned up. Everyone immediately eviscerated it. Similarly, Sam Smith posted like a series of photos and is like, oh, I'm not handling uh. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but he's like, uh, he's like, I'm going through like uh, uh, such a hard time with quarantine. And I'm just like, it's just like, you guys, you live in these mansions, you have a job security, like you're fine. You know, there's literally people who either can't not go to work or they've been fired. People who don't know how to pay their bills this month. Like, it's a stressful time for the world. And these celebrities thinking the answer is to just, like, sing a song. <laughs> it's like they didn't even tie it to a charity. It wasn't even like, oh, for every view, we're donating a dollar. It was just their own, I don't know, like, naive idea that they matter enough to have that be meaningful. And then you also, on the other end of the spectrum, have people like Vanessa Hudgens, who I was curious. Oh, did you, yes. <laughs> did you find yourself identifying with her Instagram live, Matt? Was that? Uh, possibly. <laughs> yeah. She like got on Instagram live because, of course. And um, oh, everybody. She on was Instagram like, live. yeah, everyone and their dog. But she was like, clearly not all there let's say like there was something there's something else going on but she started talking about the coronavirus and she gets to this point where she's like I just like I mean should we really stop living our lives like people are gonna die but like isn't that inevitable (laughs) well Evangeline Lilly released a statement that was like I value my freedom more than I value whatever (laughs) So she's like, I'm not doing quarantine. Yeah, I know. So there's like Vanessa Hudgens had to like apologize multiple times. And it's and then Evangeline Lilly announced that on the same day that her lost co-star Daniel Day Kim tested positive for coronavirus. So it's just like the levels of tone deafness is very interesting to me as these celebrities navigate this new norm. On an exciting note, did you see that Harvey Weinstein got coronavirus? That feels like the karma of the week. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways, so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, should we get into love it or hate it, or do you have more corona-related news? No, that's, that's it, yeah. 
Okay, what have you been up to in this quarantine? We all of a sudden have all <laughs> kinds of time. I mean, mostly we have time to read The Great Verified yes. Stranger by Lena yes. Dunham. But when we're not doing that, that what are we doing? Well, honestly, I've been like stress reading books. Like I just, it just distracts my brain enough. So I've just been like pounding through these books. And then my husband and I rewatched Lord of the Rings. So that's really been on my mind Ugh. too. But the real like cure for me has been um, finally joining TikTok. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I have been out here pounding the pavement telling you to do this for months tiktok is incredible i know it's a great way to pass the time i spent like two hours just sitting on the couch just watching videos um so i'm essay boyer on tiktok i've gotten some good views on some of my dog stuff like you know i always knew she'd be a good investment and so i'm one step closer to like internet fame oh my gosh I got, I have like, um, how many likes did I get? I got 46 likes on my last video and over a thousand views, which I am considering a win. So I know it's just like strangely addicting, like, you know, hair toss slash humble, humble brag, but like my recent dog video has like a hundred likes and like 1700 views. So oh I'm basically gosh. TikTok famous. <laughs> so famous. People I love know. dogs. I've, I've only I had one. Yeah. I also feel like an urge to start doing my makeup. I'm like, is this what's required? Like, <laughs> do I? Oh, yeah. You got to look good. Makeup? Everybody on TikTok is very hot and they're all yes. like 12 years old. Yeah. It's like, is you're it like, this person is attractive. Yeah. And then, and then you look and you're like, Oh, nope, they're 14. Never mind. <laughs> well, that's what was interesting too. Is like, like one of like a couple weeks ago, one of my, um, uh, news pieces that we never got to was that TikTok's guidelines had leaked and they're pretty, pretty offensive. They're like very open about how they don't want like lgbtq like messaging to get out there too much they don't promote like abnormal quote-unquote bodies so overweight or whatever and so there's really some freaky rules that you can see at play when you're scrolling through your for you or whatever because um yeah there's a lot of pretty people who get to the (laughs) the top of the deck pretty easily TikTok, what a what a wonder! Yeah. Have you st- have you you haven't started doing the dance videos yet though, have you? Oh no, I have no rhythm, so I don't think. That's oh, Shelby, happen. when has that stopped <laughs> anyone? Yeah, I just, I also just like the faces and all the like the like, what's the one right now that's like ratchet? Like that one's really popular right now. Oh like, yeah. Oh, look at my butt! I'm just like I don't know if I yes, can do there's that. There's a lot. So. There's a lot of butt. There's a lot of butt. <laughs> going on on tiktok you and you and rob should do flip the switch (laughs) no that's so like last week i mean yeah but still you could get some (laughs) likes out of it yeah yeah it's been fun i like the challenges and i like the like jokey clips a lot of the kardashian clips are funny the audio clips are funny so that's been a mm. that's been a balm in these trying times. So I recommend TikTok to anyone who um, hasn't yet braved it. Does Lena Dunham have a TikTok? That's oh, thing I hope not. Because I yeah. haven't seen it if she does, but maybe she's coming for it. Yeah. Um, 
The thing that I wanted to talk about is Westworld season three, oh, yes. which came out last week. I've only seen the premiere so far. I didn't watch yeah. last night's episode yet. Same. But it is. It, wait, did, are you watching it again? Um. Well, you go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> I. Okay. So the first season I loved. The second season was a bit convoluted and confusing, <laughs> but I found that some of the episodes, I think especially in the back half of the season, were just like so beautiful and well done. And this third season, I think they got the note that the second season was too confusing. They've sort of trimmed it down a little bit. It seems a little bit more streamlined, at least from the premiere. Like, I could follow everything that was happening for the most part. I really <laughs> like the cast. And just, like, the thing that I forgot is how beautiful the show is and how great the music is. Mm-hmm. Like, the shots are just incredible. The costumes, the makeup, and the score just comes in. And I swear, like, it could just be, you know two hours of like squirrels trotting around and I would still be in trance just because the music is so just like evocative. The, Mm -hmm. I always watch the full opening credits because that song is just so good and that it just like gets you. So I'm obsessed. I'm very excited for season two or season three. Aaron Paul is, is in it. I was Mm -hmm. worried that Tessa Thompson wasn't going to be back, but she's back. Um, So yeah, I'm obsessed. Are you, did you, did you catch up? No, no, no. I uh, skipped season two and most of season one, (laughs) but I was drawn to season three because it's basically a reset and they're not doing the dumb Western stuff anymore or that weird like guy looking for the center of the maze or whatever it was. Like I had no interest in that storyline and the like time, the like part of the cast like the future past sort of thing that they did and that like I had no interest in Westworld as it's like little Westworld universe but this is basically like a woman out for revenge so I was like okay well so is all of season two that well, is literally know, all season was, two is. it's like country it's like still existing in that world and there's that dumb guy who's like scalping people for clues and stuff I just did not uh, well, care that's... about Westworld like I don't mean the uh, show. I mean the like park, like the the park layers. So now they're oh. in their like modern society. No like country, wearing <laughs> dumb costumes. She's like it's well, basically Count of Monte Cristo. I'm all for I it. I mean, s- sort of, but Tandy Newton's character is in some kind of Nazi world, so that's a whole. Wait, what <laughs> did you not you? Oh, you didn't watch the after the credit scene. Oh no, Robin! I just out too early. We just Shelby. cut it. Dang it! I was yeah, feeling no. it. Now there's something after, weird, isn't there? That's what you're telling after, me. After well, so Tandy okay. Newton mm-hmm. is is like she didn't get out of Westworld, so she's still oh. there or someplace. So she, anyway, she wakes up and she's basically in like a World War Two uh, area. So I don't know Ew. what. I mean, it really is not much is shown about that, but something Ugh. is happening there. What up? bummer <laughs> Shelby I don't understand how you're not I mean I do understand because you know it's like complicated and thought-provoking. that's not really your speed it's but... complicated without them knowing the answers like that's what annoys me no it ties together that's okay. the thing it's like okay. the first season ends so well the second season like did well, you didn't even get to the second season. The second season has some episodes that are sort of like bottle episodes that are just immaculate. <laughs> 
Like okay. there's one about the um like the Native American man uh-huh. and it the whole episode is just about him and it and it is like one of the best episodes of television ever made. Like and that's not just me saying it. That's like a generally held well, thought. I mean, I'm so, trying season 3, so like And I'm also trying. all of season 2 Literally, the whole plot of season two is Dolores raising her army no, of people I know, and, I know, I know. and Tandy like... Newton raising her army of people. I it's know, like two women but... killing all the men. <laughs> but there's something more fun about her, like, like secretly sabotaging. You know, like, I like that, like, Monte Cristo vibe where she's, like, infiltrating. And it's not, like, it's not Dolores just being, like on a horse making speeches about going to murder the people who did this to them you know like i just (laughs) i'm sorry i I just couldn't get into the western element i think that was a big hang up for me Uh, (laughs) i'm I'm sorry yeah Uh, well i'm trying now so can't you just be excited for that i mean i i I am excited yeah but your mode of watching good television where you like (laughs) pop in for one episode every six seasons is forever frustrating to me i don't do that i just can't i can't uh, no okay uh game of thrones yeah that's true that's because I started a podcast and someone made me watch the final season. Like, okay. Yeah, but then or, I dipped out of the last episode of The Bachelor and oh I got gosh, so much flack for it. So just think about it that. It was the last just episode. Think about that. Okay, just well, think about anyways, that. Let's, you know what? I watched The Hunt for You, so let's not forget that. And let's just, you know, remember I do. That's hard right, things. baby. <laughs> We are covering The Hunt on Thursday, much anticipated. Mm. I've been waiting for like 75 years for this movie. Finally watched it. Mm, Can't wait to talk about (laughs) it. Okay, we will see you on Thursday, provided that we have survived corona until then. Uh, Bye. Bye.